Sky Sports Radio combined with Harness Racing New South Wales brings you On The Pace for your daily dose of news and tips. And time to reflect on the week of Harness Racing. Michael Girin joins us now. Michael, good morning to you. Good morning to you, Simon. Um, Two things in play last night. There was obviously our usual Saturday night meeting at Menangle. We'll get to that shortly. But at Ballarat, they had Ballarat Cup night where the Kiwis took out the Ballarat Cup. First major New Zealand success on Victorian soil for quite some time. Obviously with COVID, there haven't been many New Zealand horses racing in that part of the world. And copy that, the dual New Zealand Cup winner, led and was too good in the Ballarat Cup. Um, Some question marks over some of the big names, Rock and Roll do disappointing, so too Major Meister, the New South Wales rep. So they head those horses in 13 days' time to the Hunter Cup out of Melton for $500,000. The first Victorian success last night in the career of Blair Orange, who's won the last four New Zealand Drivers' Premierships, gets his first Victorian success last night in the Ballarat Cup with copy that. At Menangle, feature races of the night were won by the Wraith Memorial by Tintin Joe for Amanda Turnbull, the hot favourite. Way too good in the three-year-old Phillies event. Rated 1.57 for the mile. So not an overly quick time, but way too good in 26.6 the last quarter, beating Modern Millie and the daughter of Tintin in America, continuing her very good start to her career. In the feature pacing race of the night, Pete said so, who this time last year, if he had told Robbie Morris he was going to have a horse, him and Kerry Ann, his wife and training partner, who was good enough to beat Expensive Ego, they might have thought you were a bit crazy, but Robbie Morris is on the phone now. Robbie, good morning to you. Um, this has been quite the ascension. Yeah, morning, mate. Thanks for having me. Yeah, he's... Um He's really just, um, it's amazing how some horses, when they get to that next step, they overtake it and they don't. And he's, um, he's really thrived on racing the stronger horses. Mate, 149.3 last night. So it wasn't that long ago that any sub-150 time was the elite level. And we don't think about Pete's said so being an elite horse, but is he maybe getting there, Robbie? Oh, look, I, I don't think I've said this to his, his owner before. He's, he's a tradesman. And um, he, he just tries his absolute clacker out, which we can never take for granted. But, um, yeah, look, I don't know if he's the elite. I think there is a few that still have that little bit of star quality on him. Um, but like he proved last night, when he's got the right trip and he's sitting hard on their back and they want to run good time, he'll follow all day. Um, you know, and he just seems to be keeping on getting better off it as well. Mate, Josh Gallagher did the driving last night. Are you suspended, or were you in Victoria, or what happened to you? No, I, I was suspended. Yeah, I was. Um, I had daddy, daddy daycare last night, and me and Stella stayed home and watched them on the TV. We had quite a peaceful night. It was really good. Does Stella know what's going on when she watches the races? Does she know that uh, that you've had a win, or, or, or did you make it pretty obvious by jumping up and down? I, I ended up, yeah, making. I was I, where we live. I think everyone on the street thinks I'm a little bit nuts. We um. We got screaming, me and Stella, halfway through. It was all dirty, too, because I'd nearly had it just off the sleep in my arms, and Joshy and Pete said they got me a bit excited, so I woke her up pretty quick, but um, yeah, she <laughs> soon figured it out. 
Mate, what does Pete said so do now? Is he a horse who going one forty nine point three? We we need to give a chance at a Miracle Mile. Do you go through a Newcastle Mile to get there? Yeah, look, that's um, probably for Kaza, sort of myself, and Josh to sit down. Probably today, I think we're going to the Valley in this afternoon, so we'll probably have to nut out something. Um, yeah, look, he is nominated for the Hunter Cup. Um, Probably we're a bit apprehensive whether he would have got a run last week, but now with him going 49, I think they'd be hard-pressed to leave him out. Um, yeah, look, I think a race like the Hunter Cup would really suit him because over the longer trip with a good, strong, genuine tempo. Um, but, yeah, look, we'll just nut it out. We're definitely aiming him at the Miracle Mile. It's just whether he goes sort of Hunter Cup, Newcastle Mile, Miracle Mile Eats or whether we stay out of the Hunter Cup and just concentrate solely on, on New South Wales. But they're all good problems to have and um, can't thank his owner enough, Peter Colesford. Um, he's been awfully patient with him, letting him... A lot of owners would have wanted to rush him two years ago to get to where he is today, but he's just allowed him to find his feet and um, Kaz has done a super job and, and it's always handy when I'm suspended to have someone jump on as, as good as Josh. What's been the reason behind his improvement and it's been a constant consistent improvement particularly over the last six months are you doing anything different with Pete Sensor? I think the way um, Keza does it when she drops them in and out of Saturday night grade we see her do it quite often she'll sort of put them two or three weeks in at Menangle drop them back to Newcastle they'll get a kill two or three weeks into Menangle and then and she just lets them dip their toe in the water ever so slightly and I think you've got to do that as a trainer, and I think as a trainer she does it really well because Menangle is such a big open track, it can hurt a horse's feelings really fast. Um, but the way Keza manages them, just bringing him in and out of the system, and he'd done that for quite some time, and then he, he went on a Queensland campaign um, once or twice as well, and he sort of won a few times up there being dominant, and I, I think the way she sort of nutted him around, trip away to Brisbane, couple of wins, come home, have a month off, go to Newcastle, couple of wins, and then she just ever so slightly lets them dip their toe in the water. What it does is it builds their confidence. And I know people think, oh, if you're not racing at Menangle, yeah, how are you building confidence? But when they do go to Menangle, they're seasoned. And I think if you don't go to Menangle seasoned, it can, it can hurt you a little bit. And the way she's just prepped him right through, probably turned him into the horse he is today. You talk about horses um, getting hurt or how hard Menangle can be. You had two trotters in the feature trot last night, Sunny G and Queen of Strathfield. Or you can turn up some Saturday nights and go 157. Last night, Caligula unleashed a 153.1, one of the fastest ever trotting miles at Menangle. And when you get horses in that sort of form, um, Robbie, it's, it's incredibly difficult for those horses who are just normal trotters because... You can finish 20 metres behind them and still go 155. Well, like, you know, Sonny G's at the stage in life, you wouldn't be able to hurt him too much. He's just a, such a beautiful old horse. But, you know, Caligula's flying. Blake and Lisa have got him absolutely airborne. And, and he's hurting the majority of the trotters at the moment over the mile Caligula. But Queen of Strathfield's one that I would worry about. Once again, she's just ultra consistent. She trots all day. But last night she probably got beat 25 metres and went a PB. Um, you know, but that's where she's got herself to and um, obviously she's still owned by New Zealand clients and they really enjoyed the way she's come through and I do think she will get there um, I don't think she'll ever get to the 53 miles but 
I think she will get to a point where she's a consistent Saturday night mare, but she's probably in the process now where Kerry's nutting out a plan to take a team to Brisbane and take her up there to them trotters and just let her find her feet and mould her a little bit more and then bring her home and dip her in or out of the Tuesday grades always helps them. You talk about Tuesday, we're racing this Tuesday at Menangle. You've got a debutante or a newcomer from New Zealand and BJ Lindini. Had a bit of ability. You're driving it yourself in the mile race two on Tuesday. Any chance? Yeah, well, you'd know him probably more than me. His, his form line was, he always raced really decent horses in New Zealand. Um, and, uh, yeah, he, he came up, Stuart Valentine found him for me, and he, he wasn't dead. Um, but his work's been, his work's been, like, really good. And he, and he went to the trials last Wednesday, and he stretched half Monarch. Um Look, you never know how these trotters handle our mile racing, but he's only had the one-mile trial here. And like I said, he led. Tough Monarch got the better of him the last 50, but sort of, you know, when you're, when you're stretching Tough Monarch and you're only a 54 rider, you'd like to think you'd be competitive in a race like that on Tuesday. But, um, yeah, I, I think he's a trotter that wouldn't surprise me to see him get right through to the Saturday night grades on his work. Mate, you mentioned earlier Pete said so potentially going to a Hunter Cup or maybe staying in Victoria. What do you make of the open class ranks? Because I can't remember a time I've been more confused by who the best horse is. If someone said, who's the best horse in Australia? I wouldn't know. Um, what do you think? It's a, it's one of them times which I think is really good for the sport. They're, they're, they're confusing. Like, And I'm not, you know, Pete said so last night, went terrific, but expensive ego a fortnight ago went 48 and you thought, wow. And then he comes out last night and he got beat half ahead. And didn't go bad by any stretch of the imagination. He went super. Both horses did. Then you have Coffee. That's been a bit hit and miss. But then he turned out last night in in the Ballarat Cup and was outstanding. But like, I looked at, I sat at home and was able to watch that Ballarat Cup. And oh, honestly, you could make a case for six of them. Well, Honolulu Bay was super. Mac Dan was great. Old Town Road was terrific. Like you could you could make a case for, you know. And I said this to anyone. I, I think. It all comes down to barrier draws right now. I don't think there's, you know, a hell of a lot between... Pete said so, obviously proves it last night. Anyone would have said he probably was running 15th, if you want to name the top 15. But, you know, he, he downed expensive ego. That's probably ranked one or two. So, you know, I think it all comes down to draws and trips and how the race is run. But I think it's a really good time for the harness racing at the moment, having such a, a good competitive group of free-for-allers and... Yeah, you can't really pick a who's better than who scenario. Mate, looking forward to seeing you back in the sulky uh, on Tuesday, buddy. And, mate, thank you for your time this morning. Congratulations to you and Kerry Ann with Pete Sidso last night, a 149.3 horse now. Ah, awesome, mate. Thank you. Robbie Morris, the assignment. And, yeah, Pete Sidso as a horse this time last year was well down the grades. And here he is beating expensive ego uh, in 149.3. Uh, we spoke about the Hunter Cup. That's in two weeks. Now, copy that after his Ballarat Cup win last night is now 3.5 with tab.com.au. 3.50 for him to beat Act Now, who I believe may not be going to the race. And Major Meister overraced badly last night, the New South Wales horse. He's 5.50 for the, uh, the Hunter Cup. And Expensive Ego is $6. I'm not sure any of those horses did themselves many favours last night as Hunter Cup horses, so... Copy that. At the moment, the horse to beat in the Hunter Cup. Simon, as every Saturday night at the moment, we have something big going on in harness racing in both states.